Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healing Our Homes podcast. Woot woot! I am here with our lovely, lovely host today. It is Mal, me, Amanda, Felicia, and Ashley. Today, we're going to be talking about the reality of relationships. And we are going to kind of shift the thinking of relationships toward more than the romance. Okay. So we're going to be talking about just relationships in general, friendships, relationships with family, the whole nine yards. So let's get straight into it. I'm going to start us off by just talking some about red flags versus green flags in all of your relationships. I love this conversation so much because I don't think friend trauma, not to just jump into the word trauma already, but I don't think friend trauma is talked about enough. You guys, like I have come out of some gnarly friendships and I didn't even realize it because people tell you all the time, like, Oh, you don't, you need to make sure that you're looking for these red flags in your significant other and who you're talking to and dating. But no one's like, look for this when it comes to who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, We talk about, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And that kind of starts the conversation. But personally, I have a plethora of examples. I feel like it could be red flags and green flags. Um, I think a big red flag is when a friend is doing nothing but doing nothing but agree. I'm sure you guys all have had those people in your lives where there is no source of accountability towards you. And this is something that I think is kind of hard to see as a red flag because it's super easy to mask as a green flag thing. Like it's so easy and nice to hear someone saying, yes, this is how, you know, I could see why you feel this way. Yes, this and yes, that. We've all heard the term yes, man. Um, But that's something that I feel like in friendships is almost heavily normalized to a toxic extent. Um, I think there's got to be some source of accountability from your friends to help you grow personally. You know, I feel like friendships are relationships just like any other where you're growing and trying to become a better person individually as your friendship is right by your side. You're both growing as a one person outside of that friendship. So I think it's a big red flag when somebody is just being a yes man as a friend. I completely agree. I have been in way too many situations like this. Like, I feel like I somehow have attracted these type of people that are very much like that. And then I'm very much not like that. Like I, I will hype you up when necessary, but like, I also will speak the truth. Like I will let you know, like, Hey, like I love you girl, but you got to fix this and being around people and trying to have like serious friendships with people that don't do that is very, very complicated. Like you get yourself in some sicky situations because you're just trying to be a good friend and hold them accountable but they have never held anyone accountable. They don't know what that looks like and accountability seems like an attack to them. So I definitely agree on that. Like that is a huge, huge red flag. And I love that you mentioned like red flags and green flags are like very broad. Like they are not just specific to your spouse or your partner or your romantic other. Like it is in every situation like I'm always in my head I'm always like oh red flag right there like just like I'll be driving down the road and I'll be like hmm weird like (laughs) red flag raised um just because it's not as specific as I feel like the social media like makes it seem like they really make it seem like oh look for red flags I agree 
And I think that, like you said, you know, as soon as you say the word relationship, I feel like it, like definite friendships just don't come to mind. Like, which is just funny because there are so many different types of relationships and um, you have way more relationships outside of romantic relationships than anything else. You have work relationships, which, you know, (laughs) work red flags. (laughs) Um, But for me, I, mm, one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone wants to bring up a situation um, and I don't mind hearing somebody out. I don't mind listening to someone vent at all. I don't mind giving any advice. I don't mind listening without giving advice. But um, I had a particular friend who um, would ask for advice um, and it would be like, essentially the same situation over and over. And it was just the most draining, like experience because, um, you know, we're all busy in life, but like, I wouldn't hear from her for a while. And then like, I I'd, like something would like happen. She would break up with like one of her boyfriends and then like, she'd be, and I'm like, yeah, like you can come over or whatever, literally haven't seen her in like months. And then she's just like trauma dumps. And I'm like, okay like uh this isn't exactly like I don't know and it was just hard because I think that no one talks about like friendships ending and how that's normal it's very normal to outgrow people as much as like it honestly freaking sucks um but just because you've known somebody for a number of years or just because you you know have had such and such experience in the past um sometimes it's just hard to let go Um, it was like one of my first friends that I made when I moved to Harrison too. So like that definitely didn't help the situation, but eventually I was just like, I can't, I like can't entertain it anymore. Cause I honestly just don't have the energy. You have to protect your peace. Oh my gosh. And oh my gosh, again, about what you said with having, oh my gosh, the work relationships. The HR girl in me just wants to scream about human resources relationships and your work relationships. Y'all, keep your personal boundaries that you set in personal relationships in a professional setting and see how the people around you react. Keep those personal boundaries in your professional setting and see how those people react. If you don't usually go out to Chili's for the happy hour, don't compromise that part of yourself. Don't say, oh, well, you know, the whole team's going, I'm going to go. If you don't want to, if you feel there's a pressure from the team, that's not your issue. It's something totally outside of you. Like I think workplace relationships, oh, I like, I dork out about it because there is so little discussion, kind of like the friendship relationships as well. So um, I also wanted to touch on what you were saying about outgrowing friends and childhood friends. And I think it's so, I want to let people know who are like Felicia, who are in the midst of experiencing this, that I'm here for you. We're here for you because it hurts. Oh my gosh, we are here for you to listen. And we know that it hurts because growing is just, just like physically, there are growing pains. And I think like, oh, you think of uh, the worst shin splints you may have ever felt that ache that's just like, oh, please go away. No matter how many iced peas you put on it, it's not going to help. That's kind of how I see these things because friendships falling off and outgrowing the people around you and beside you, that's just so such a human experience that it's hard to go through and just know that you're not alone 
and that each and every one of us here at the Healing Our Homes podcast are all with you as you experience this. And I've personally experienced this with people who, same situation Felicia had, like childhood friends who I disconnected with for a, for a small period of time because of their behaviors. And then when we reconnected, I had that space. I was like, I feel peaceful. Let me see if I can reintroduce them into the peace that I've created. I did. It was great for the first few hangouts. Then I started to notice some craziness coming into my piece. And I need to remind people that other people's lack of peace is not your problem to replace. I felt almost this necessity to help this person learn how to create their own peace. I felt like it was almost my responsibility as a friend. And as a friend, I'd, I'd had to be real to myself as my own friend first, that I had been that person for them for a very long time to no avail. At that point, I had to take the same actions as Felicia. I had to put myself first and I had to make a clean cut and conserve my energy. And it was one of the most freeing and self-respecting decisions I have ever made. As long as you're coming from a place of pure intent and you know that you wish well for that person and you wish well for yourself that's what matters I feel like a lot of the times more than people realize um, a lot of these friendships are trauma bonds Um, whether they were going through trauma or I was going through trauma like a lot of these friendships were created on an already like unhealthy foundation so that's like a really good way to look at it as like you're trying to build your own peace aside from that and you're not trying to just build on top of all the chaos that you were in in the trauma you know so that's definitely like I just don't think that's talked about enough too because trauma bond is also something that everyone automatically wants to relate to like oh a romantic trauma bond like I'm romantically trauma bonded to someone like and it's just not like that like you could be trauma bonded to like I was probably trauma bonded to my elementary volleyball (laughs) coach like because I was going through trauma and I loved her and she helped me and she was like a good person to me so like there's so many different types of trauma bonds and it's not just not just you know one is all um and then also like dealing with the trauma bond acknowledging the trauma bond and deciding like oh I need to step away from this because this is an unhealthy foundation friendship um that goes along with the growing pains. Like, unfortunately, that is just another thing that's gonna really stink and kind of hurt while you're going at it. But that's just like a part of life. Like we will always be hurting. I feel like we will always be hurting in a sense as we're changing because change is so unfamiliar and scary. So the hurt isn't always a negative thing in my mind. I agree. And I think that because people don't realize uh, just because, you know, a trauma bond isn't healthy, it's your brain, I feel like is, it's a coping mechanism. So, you know, and, and I, you have to remember like, okay, obviously the same coping mechanisms I had a long time ago, way before I put in all this work, you know, on myself and kind of, you know, really figured out who I want to be, who I didn't want to be, things I want to change, kind of all of that. Um, and then, yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, because I feel like it's, once you kind of realize it, I like was just hard on myself about it, but it's like you, you can't be because essentially your brain and your heart and your body is literally just trying to protect you and you're just trying to survive, so. 
I love that you said you're just trying to survive because like setting boundaries is so hard for ourselves. Like I find it so hard to hold myself accountable to set the boundaries that I need for myself and for others too. And especially whenever you are surrounded by unhealthy individuals that feel like your boundary setting is a personal attack. So that's like the most difficult part. And I think that goes along with like our sub, our second topic that we were going to go with is healthy communication and how to express that and how to make sure like, are you actually effectively communicating to those in your life? Like, are you setting these boundaries? Um, and are you setting it in a way that they are able to see it and understand it? Um, so I think that's something really to ask yourself about. I have so much to say about this second topic. I'm so excited. So Mal, what you said earlier about the trauma bonds and friendships and our relationship with our friends. I think this is such an important thing to acknowledge when it comes to communication, especially I can only speak from my own experience. A lot of the people I grew up with, right? I saw people from all kinds of walks with life, people who had an amazing relationship with their parents, people whose parents, when during our sleepovers, we would hear just like going in on each other, you know, not like physically, but just yelling at each other. Just lots and lots and lots of toxic situations for different friends. So you can be there seeing your friend at the time experiencing these things. And it makes you feel even more responsible to help and to comfort and to be there for this person and help create some kind of peace for them that also impacts the way we communicate so so much I think it's very easy with our heck with our friendships our work relationships our relationships with our parents our siblings I think it's so so easy to be too nice I mean from my own experience again it's just it is such a nice feeling to be the nice person, be the person who doesn't voice their own needs and set boundaries so I could purely be there for my siblings or for my friends or for these people. And all of my friends were communicating to me. I, there was, it was one way communication and it was all coming to me. <laughs> it was all coming towards me and anything that we pulled out of me, I can think back now and realize I didn't have anything positive to say about myself, about my personal state, about where I was individually. So I was distracting myself by not communicating with these people around me, which led me to allow more toxic friendships to continue. It's very rounded and intertwined. So many different things about it, but I think the number one thing that helped me set boundaries and start communicating healthily was taking the first step in acknowledging where I lacked in my own communication. And honestly, by starting to actually set boundaries, by looking at my friend as she was explaining a situation to me, and as Felicia said, it was just in a moment where I didn't have the mental capacity to take on their, their trauma or their trauma dumping, I set a hard boundary for the first time. And slowly but surely, the people around me, a lot of them, I started to recognize how much they were trying to, without even trying, how much they were just taking my energy because I had almost set the foundation of the friendship on that toxic level of lack of communication. 
of just being that friend. So I think healthy communications on both ends will have a big impact on any relationship. That's like the number one thing that I was going to say. We always think about communication as in like what we are saying to other people, but also are we having healthy conversations within ourselves? Like, are we holding ourselves accountable to be responsible and to be set and to be able to set boundaries, to push yourself out of your comfort zone, to set the boundaries that feel uncomfortable, but will more more than likely pay off, you know? Um, So that's like the number one thing is like, I've seen in a lot of my friends, like I I'll get frustrated. Like, I don't understand why they can't communicate with me, you know, but then I'll look at it deeper and I'm like, wow, like they really can't communicate with themselves. Like I can't expect these friends to be genuine and transparent with me if they can't be out within themselves. And I think that with anyone in my life, not just friendships, like I look at my parents and I look at situations with toxic family members and it's like, for a second, I'm able to like empathize for them and be like, wow, like, could you imagine not being able to be genuine with yourself? Like, I feel like so grateful that I have that within myself, that I have that drive and motivation to be like, I just want to be myself at the end of the day. I'm not here to put up any kind of mask or act any type of way because it's just too much energy. Like life is exhausting already. And it's just, I feel for those people that really feel like they ha- they can't be genuine with themselves. It's an unfortunate situation, but being able to set those boundaries within yourself is like the first step to being more genuine with yourself if you struggle with that. Now you've got me about ready to tear up, girl, because when I think about that, moving the moving the conversation from friendships and your relationship with friends to familiar relationships, relationships with your family and the people in your um, your close inner family specifically, I struggled with masking so hard with just putting on a front. And I didn't realize it until I moved hours away from my hometown and had to come back to my parents. It was that ingrained in my personality that I didn't even know that it wasn't my personality until I was gone. And then when I came home, I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I speaking this way with my parents, with my mom, with my dad, with my siblings, when that's not who I genuinely feel like when I'm at my most peaceful? And as I was asking myself this, and as I asked my therapist, shout out to Ginger, um, she made it very clear to me that it's because that's not me acting in alignment with who I am. It's me going back to what I'm comfortable with. It's taken an active effort to almost rewire the way that I communicate. And it feels forced. Let me tell anybody who is going through this process, if you are actively trying to change how you engage with the people around you, it's going to feel forced. You're not fake. You're not this or that. You are actively trying to shift your life, to change how you're feeling in moments and change your presence. And that is impactful. That's powerful. And that is damn impressive. So I hope you all know that it's going to pay off. And if you're feeling uncomfy as you're acting that way, it's almost like, trying to fix your posture, right? Whenever you have bad posture. And I know for me, when I sit up straight, I feel like I'm trying so hard. And in my mind, I'm like, it makes me think that it looks funny. When in reality, I probably just look like someone who is trying to have good posture. 
that's not a bad thing. I just wanted to hop on here really quickly and say how Mallory was saying, you know, people can essentially only meet you where they've been met. I think that is a hard lesson to learn, especially within your family um, and family in itself. Yeah. I feel like family relationships are honestly, for me personally, almost harder than any other <laughs> type of relationship that I have. And uh, definitely ones that I have to actively work on. Uh, those are the ones that I have the hardest communicating, uh, hardest with boundaries. I'm really bad at um, assuming things aren't going to go the way that I want them to and just ghosting my family for a while, which is like not healthy, but um, I have been working on it, but it's, it's tough. And especially because your family, it's like, I don't know if consciously they realize that, but I feel like they're almost offended because you are not who you were and things aren't how they used to be. And they're not used to that. When I was younger, I definitely, I think you don't know like the line on like being like outspoken or talking back. Like, I don't know whether I'm voicing an opinion or if I'm being rude. And it's like something I kind of had to like grow into and learn how to do when I started setting boundaries, which yeah, like I said, with family, I just feel like it's so hard. Um, but moving out Amanda was talking about how moving out you know she realized that and it's something that I realized too because I thought like I used to get super excited for family events and not that I am but like also a part of me is always anxious <laughs> low-key and I think that's why it's just because we grow up and we realize that we're not going to like actively agree you know with our family members all the time and that's that's hard especially when you get older and things get deeper I guess like more serious I totally feel that. And I feel like, you know, going through that, especially with family, I've, I went through the exact same thing. And it's just like, along with like the, the whole theme of this episode is like, it's really just taking a second to just sit down and face the reality of it. Like, dang, like this feels very heavy, but like, it's so necessary to just sit with yourself and look and see what other people's roles or lessons are for you like what does this mean to my life sometimes it might mean nothing like sometimes it might just mean that your older sister is just stuck in her ways and will never treat you the way that you think you deserve to be treated you know like just and th that's something that you just have to accept like the way that other people treat you is not in any way a reflection of yourself it is it is where they are at and I am to the point where I'm able to look at people treating me in a negative way and being like, wow, like I feel sorry for them that they ever felt like that's how they had to be. They ever felt like they had to be on the defense with me, you know, but I shared this thing on Instagram talking about change. And I feel like it's just so necessary to acknowledge like when setting boundaries and trying to establish health, healthier communication styles within yourself and your families and your friendships and stuff. It's so difficult and change freaks out the brain. <laughs> like the brain is like, oh my gosh. But this quote says the change in habit is a dirt road. The more you drive down it, the easier it becomes to drive on. And that just like stuck with me. Like I was just like, wow, <laughs> that makes so much sense. That quote just like blew my mind. It's not peaceful for us now as adults because it's not healthy. But when we're in a situation where it's easy or comfortable to fall into who we were as children to let the situation go by without, without a hitch, instead of being ourselves and making the situation go wonky because we're changed, it's almost comforting to just at least find some sort of peace in that level. But it's, it's so important to hold strong to 
what creates peace after the discomfort. A lot of times it takes that discomfort to find your true inner peace. And I'm just sending everybody so much love and so much power. If you feel like there are people in your lives that you're coming to think, oh my goodness, I find myself seeing myself as the best version of who I am and who I want to be when I'm not with this person. Whenever you think of your personal growth, that alone will lead you so far. Just projecting yourself forward and the people that are supposed to be by your side as you project yourself forward are going to stay there. There, it, there's just something about it. They're gonna, they're gonna be there. They're gonna be excited to see you, excited to talk to you. And even if it's been months and months and months, they're gonna be excited for that growth. And that's all that's gonna be important. It's not about the time that's passed. It's not about could have been, should have been this or that. It's about the now. It's about being your friend in the present. And I think that's so, so key in a healthy relationship and seeing if we truly are growing with somebody. I agree. And I think um, there's a saying something along the lines of the only people who will essentially ignore or try to blow off or be defensive um, anytime you set a boundary are those are the only people who are benefiting from them, right? Because obviously we're not benefiting from not having them. And so again, even though it can be very hard, especially depending on the type of relationship, um, I think that for me is, was like the way to find out, is this person on the same page as I am? You know, like I have grown a lot and it's not, it stinks because it's not personal. You know, I can't expect everyone to be on the same page as me. That's not fair and it's not realistic, but at the same time, like we talked about, you know, I have to protect my peace. So even though it does hurt and it's hard, um, my life is so much more peaceful knowing that all the relationships that I have now, essentially, um, I don't have any one-sided relationships anymore. And I think for like a long time I did, but I don't even know if I realized it or if I realized it and I had just kind of, it was one of those things where, again, like I said, like, oh my God, I've been friends with this person forever. And it just, it feels like that, you know, you just, you've bonded with that person for whatever reason. And another big thing, I think uh, reading Set Boundaries, Find Peace, they talked about how a lot of us don't know how to properly set boundaries. Um, and it's because we were never modeled it. We were never shown it. We were never taught it. Uh, my parents didn't know how to properly set boundaries. So, you know, where would I have learned that from? But it was just talking about how, you know, don't, you don't need to overexplain yourself. Don't apologize. When you set a boundary, just be very clear. Hey, this is what I want, or this is how I feel. You can kind of come back to that. If things don't go your way, or this person can't respect that, then now you know that, and you can either obviously choose to stay, which, you know, it, and it's and it's hard. It doesn't always happen like right away either, I think. I think there were several times where like, I tried to, tried to ignore that with different people. Um, and then eventually I was just like, okay, this, <laughs> this isn't working out. I think the best way to describe you know, sitting down and facing the reality of any situation is it's very bittersweet. Like it's going to sting a little bit, but it's going to pay off in the long run. It's like whenever you pour hydrogen peroxide on a fresh cut, like that's not fun at first, but like that's really going to help you and avoid a lot of complications in the long run. Um, so I just feel like it's really important to sit down with yourself and just say, you know, what is blocking me from seeing the reality of my relationships? Um, I know for me personally, a lot of the times it's the hope for the potential that of the person and what they could be and how they 
what role they could play in my life. And so that a lot of the times that hope just makes it like easier to sit there and deny the reality that's right in front of my face. And it's so exhausting to be around people who also do the same thing, which is also a red flag in friendships and families and stuff. Like it's so exhausting to be around people who are constantly denying their own reality to fit their narrative that they want, you know, and they want the end goal. So it's just, it's hard, you know, if anything, you get anything from this podcast, it's just, it's so necessary to just sit down and look at the reality of the relationships in all aspects of your life. Ah, the reality thing is so true. As soon as you said that, it hit so hard because there are so many people I remember vividly, like, having hard boundaries with and using examples of like previous forms of communication, even if it's like the same conversation I've had with this person and I use an example, they will outright adamantly deny reality. And that is just, that is such a big, like you said, a red flag that I think I overlooked for a really long time. They'll just be like, I didn't say that. It's gas. Like there's a lot of gaslighting when it comes to denying reality as well. And I'd say it's a very fine line. Uh, but I just wanted to say that, like, I relate so hard to that. And I'm sure so many people have been in that situation. There are a lot of people who will just outright blatantly say, this is not true. <laughs> and it's true. And it like literally would have just happened. I think because some people are just, it's, it's not being able to, sometimes I think being self-aware or to hold their own selves accountable. Because, you know, with one particular friend, she just kept bringing up the same situation over and over. And I was like, okay, well, have you ever thought about, I said, you just are very busy. I said, you um, just the kind of person who never really want to be alone, if that makes sense. And like, I get that definitely been there way younger. I just remember saying to her, like, to be honest with you and to be real with you, I think that you just need to spend a lot of time by yourself. And that's not like, me trying to say like, I don't want to talk about this or whatever. I'm just saying, because we've had the same conversation over and over and over. And all I'm saying is the pattern. I'm like, I think that there's just some stuff that you haven't maybe realized because you distract yourself, which again, I've also been there. So like completely understand. But again, it's just like that point in it where it's like, okay, well, I've reached this level. And even though I feel bad and I feel like I've tried and I've tried because I think sometimes we feel responsible, but it's like, we're not responsible. You know, we have to remember that we're all adults and people who are in your lives, they're responsible at the end of the day for their own actions and everyone has to take accountability. So, and it's so exhausting for both parties. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's so important to mention that it's understood on both ends. Like, I understand that it's exhausting. Your friend might've said many times, like, oh, well, I feel like, how do you think I feel about the situation? There's a point where it's hard to set boundaries, especially when you understand. Um, but you guys, I am a big rambler and I think Mal is someone who mentioned the, <laughs> the impact of over-explaining and I catch myself doing that a lot, if you haven't noticed. So I would like to go ahead and start us off on talking about one small win that each of us feel like we've had for the week. I will start with mine. I, this past week, oh my gosh, you guys, I, outside of the podcast, am having a professional shift. So I'm going to say that my small win is being proud of myself, <laughs> is feeling proud of myself in this professional transition, because I am, am happy to say that I am more excited about what's 
for me moving forward than I am overthinking or frustrated or stuck in what had happened or at the past. And that's big for me because I don't want to say I'm a dweller, but I am, again, an overthinker. So that's easy to think about what could have, should have, would have done. And I'm just so forward focused. Like I just, I feel actually excited, which is, I won't say rare. I'm a very excitable person, but I feel excited about my future in the face and in the midst of all of this chaos. So very grateful for my little small win of keeping a good attitude. Um, my small win is that I've been making some bomb ass almond milk. Like I have just been in there like squeezing it out of the cheesecloth and it feels so nice to just have the milk like you know, like drink the milk and be like, wow, like I literally made this out of almonds and water. So that is my small win of the week. I love that. That's amazing. Especially since like I, we know that I love oat milk, almond milk's okay. And then I discovered oat milk and I was like, fell in love. But I would say my win for the week is that I've been super consistent with honestly, just like routine and um, things that I know that I should be doing daily to make myself feel better, which is always um, easier said than done. Uh, But we've been doing the self-care space accountability challenge and it's been going really well. So habits that I've literally been trying to incorporate into my daily life for years, (laughs) I have been able to do. So pretty proud of that. We're out here making almond milk, building routines. What is going on? (laughs) There's some awesomeness going on. And with some of our co-hosts behind the scenes, so much exciting stuff is happening. Oh, we have got such a talented, amazing team. I'm so grateful for all of our hosts. And I'm grateful for you guys. Thank you all for being here. We love you all so much. This episode Correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like we we just got a little real with everybody, okay? Yeah, I know that we are very happy, go lucky, and excited people, but as we talked about before, we are authentically here to grow, and that that doesn't come in by just being happy and go lucky all the time. It's It comes from talking about the reality of things, as in the reality of our relationships. So thank you all for hanging out with us today, and until next time. Bye, guys. Yes, bye. Bye.